Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. Is he going to miss? He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. All right. Patrizio. Buongiorno. How are you? Hey. 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 What do you say there, boy? Hey. Hey. What's uh, what's your holiday schedule? What's your holiday schedule this week? Well, um... So, actually, I flew out this morning through Chicago, mm-hmm. um, and would you believe it, I'm act- I have a, I had a doctor's and a dentist appointment in Little Rock today, and then I'm flying to Charlotte this afternoon for studio tomorrow, Jeez. Wednesday, then Thursday, I'm doing South Carolina versus Western Kentucky, then uh, Friday, I fly back to Beantown. To meet a one guy, Whitney, who's coming for uh, the weekend for Christmas. And then I'm out back again on Monday to uh, the great Starkville, Mississippi, Golden Triangle wow. Airport. What a week. Holy cow, buddy. That's crazy. So you're you're in Chicago Hello. now on your way to Little Rock? Um, I just just got here into Little Rock. So that's oh. why I texted you. I wasn't sure, but uh, I'm in the vehicle and. It's funny they get they land, you know how it is with the connections. I can never get like too too early to get it up to the studio, uh-huh. um, and then if you you know you wait too late, then you miss the whole show. Right. Yeah. Well, what time's your appointment? You can always swing through. Say hey. I think I may um, head uh, in Bryant now, mm-hmm. and uh, gonna have Doctor Shane give me the once over on my sutures. I got about eight stitches in the old mouth. Doing good, thank you. And then uh, 2.30, go see Dr. Alley. So Very good. Send our regards. Please. Okay, I'd love to see you. We've got uh, Little Rock and UCA tonight over at the Jack Stevens Center. So. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, how's, <laughs> how's the season been going? Yeah, it's good. Uh, Bears are 5-6, and six, lost at Oklahoma over the weekend. And then uh, Little Rock's playing better, but 3-8, and eight, and they've struggled this year. They lost to Jacksonville State over the weekend. And I did want to send some uh, regards out to our buddy Ray Tucker, who's been a little under the weather. He won't be on the call tonight, but we'll get the sweet pipes of Trey Shap on the Little Rock call tonight while I'm doing the UCA game. So, anyway, wishing right. Ray a quick recovery, and we'll see him again back around the uh, Buzz Studio soon, I'm sure. But, uh, anyway, let's talk about the Hogs. And didn't get a chance you to know see what I'm it. Just yeah, go ahead. Rem- reminded, uh, you guys were going to UNC, UNC Central. Big win. Didn't they just beat Jackson State in the um, big football game? UNC Central? They North Carolina Central? did, and they were about a 15-point dog. That was a huge win. Yeah, yep. UNC Asheville, UNC Charlotte. Yeah, we got a lot of the UNC Greensboro. Jeff in Little Rock points out one we forgot. Wilmington? Bam. UNCW? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Pat, I'm... Ah, Michael Jordan. Michael, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Right? North Carolina? Oh, that's where he's from, Wilmington. Okay. Um, over the weekend, I did not see the game. Wes was in attendance, though, so I'm sure you followed along with the uh, statistics and such. And Jordan Walsh had the best game of his young career, 7-for-7 seven seven from the floor, 18 points, career high, and helped lead the Hogs to victory. But I'll tell you, one of the big storylines this week has been Devo and his defense, and Coach has been raving about it, and certainly he was what you like to call, Pat, the stat sheet stuffer. He was doing it the other day. <laughs> 
Yes, and you're going to say, say that pretty slow. Stat sheet stuffer. Especially if you're it's getting been, oral surgery. Right, exactly. But I think when it, Devo and what you said about Devo and Jordan is what we've talked about. We talked about maybe before the season even started, certainly as the season began, like what, De- what can Devo do to separate himself or how can he add to this team uh, every game that they need from him? And a 6 ball tough. He's tough. He likes contact. Um, we know what kind of an athlete he is. But he also understands what Coach Musk wants from a defensive standpoint. That's where he could separate himself. That's where he could separate himself. And we, we want the most with Devo, and it's, it's kind of good to see him embracing that. And then with Jordan Walsh, it wasn't a matter of if, it was when. He has the entire skill set. He's got what the good Lord gave him. Good Lord gave him six seven, seven foot wingspan with, what, a 44-inch vertical leap. Um. But he has that skill set. He can shoot past dribble, and he's going to continue to improve on each one, of course. But he's got that foundation, and that's why he's a first-round NBA draft pick this year. Um, and what's great is watching him as he gets more comfortable, understanding where and how he can get his shots off, what he can get away with. Um, you know, that's that that that's a guy that. You know, with the loss of Brazil, you're like, okay, well, you know, Jordan Walsh plays a lot bigger at times at six seven. He can got a point guard, and at six seven, he can got a post guy too. So, uh, and he's shooting the ball really well, um, spot up shooter. So those those types of things, man, it, it was great. And he got two technicals. How about that? What a kid! Didn't he shook the opposing team's head coach? His he hand. did. He didn't, sh- he didn't shake the guy. He shook his hand. The clip after the game was great. They said Jordan about the technical, and he said, which one? Uh, you, ever get, you ever get two T's in a game? I didn't. I don't know if I, I don't know. I think I went through like a, a a period of like maybe a couple months where I was like talking back to the officials, but it didn't last long. Hmm. They were like, All right, not a lot of upside there, is there? No, I mean, there isn't. There isn't. You know, if you're negotiating for a call and you're the kind of player that gets to the free throw line, maybe it's worth it. Kind of chirping there, like, come on, I'm getting. But no, no, not not for somebody like me. Hey, Pat, when you look at what Arkansas, and I, and I, I like this about them, but every half, beginning of the game, beginning of the second half, they intentionally they work it inside. They're going to get it to one of the Mitchell twins. They were trying to get it into Walsh. They're getting those big guys involved. How does doing that early in a game, early in a half, help the rest of the team? Well, basketball is still the same. West. Despite of what you heard out there by the people, the name of the game is get a high percentage shot and prevent high percentage shot. That is a clunky name. I'm not going to lie. That's the name of the game. I'm changing it in the dictionary. So you start and you establish inside presence, and that opens up the outside presence. And also what it does, you can get your opponent in early foul trouble. Uh, You get your big... The, the, one of the worst things that can happen to one of your big guys is busting their tail on the defensive end, rebounding and bite and scratch and clawing, and then before they even run down the offensive end of the court, you're already jacked up. Right? Talk about demoralizing. So I think it sends a message to everybody, and because at the end of the day, you like that a cliche man today, but you know the Mitchells. 
I don't know what's going to happen with Jalen Graham if he gets time, but they're not going to be the offensive go-to people. So you want to keep them engaged throughout the game, let them eat a little bit. Uh, but I think also, especially, I didn't see the game, obviously, nobody could, you could, but were they, the, was Bradley built more of a shooting team? I wonder if maybe that was part of the strategy was, let's get it inside and, and sort of try to beat them up a little bit inside. I, I don't know what kind of height that they had. No, actually, maybe you may have nailed it. They may have been trying to get their big man in foul trouble. They did have uh, – he okay. looked to be about seven foot, and he was he – was, he led them in scoring, honestly, when I didn't think he was that much of a scorer. Oh, that's but kid? Masked, yeah. Yeah, masked, yeah. He's a big – yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good-looking so, kid, good size. Sense. Yeah, I mean, throw it down there, get him in early foul trouble. you got both Mitchells, you got Graham – you got, I mean, you could throw, I don't know, Kamani Johnson at him just to, to try to frustrate him. But how did Jalen Graham look? I, I noticed he got 11 minutes, two or four from the field. Is he? Is he? Is he get a chance? A light bulb pop on yet? Mm, I think they're at the switch, turning it on and off, turning it on and off, turning it on and off, hoping that light bulb comes on. It's one of the dim. It's one of the dimmer switches. It's yeah, not the one you flip up and down. They need to call our guys at Fury Electric uh, because it's just not. You know, when they slide it up, it's just not coming on all the way. And there's something there, but they're trying. They're 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 trying. They're giving yeah. him opportunities. I mean, at six nine, the length you see the athleticism, and it's not like I mean he played major college basketball for three years at Arizona State. So, I, you know, some you know you always talk, well, can they, somebody make the adjustment if they're a transfer? And a lot of times it's, it's more the mid-major guys. Uh, I just hope, man, because I, I hope I'm, – I'm afraid his opportunity window is, is sort of closing as we get closer to conference. And it just – it kind of pains you to look at that type of an athlete uh, not competing. So uh, we're hoping for the best. We'll see. Pat Bradley on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by our friends at River City Flooring. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, there was uh, The rumor was churning yesterday, Pat, about concern over Nick Smith Jr.'s injury. Mm. And Coach talked about mm. it. They taped him. They retaped him. Didn't like the way he felt. Just decided to play it safe and sit him. Can you hmm. – I don't, I don't even want to ask this yeah. question. What, what are, what, what's Arkansas look like without Nick Smith Jr.? Let me just ask you that. I'm not saying there's well, any. There's, I'm not saying there's anything to that. As far as I know, he's playing yeah. tomorrow. But I'm just saying. Well, what Nick Smith Jr. gives you is what, quite frankly, a lot of SEC teams don't have, and a lot of college basketball teams do not have. That's why he's a projected number three, four, or five pick, whatever it is you want to you want to say. It's because he can create his own shot. He can get to the free throw line. Which means, and, and he's got a an incredible drive, motor aggressiveness to him, and it just you watch college basketball more often than not, you see just it, and it is what it is. Eighteen to twenty-two year olds, there's not high-level offensively skilled guys. We happen to have like three or four of them, so that's why Arkansas is a top ten team. So you take away. Nick Smith Jr., you take away your best three-point shooter. You take away a guy who, even if he's not making shots, again, getting to the free throw line, putting fouls on the opponent. And it, it, from a defensive standpoint, it's almost like pick your poison. Okay, Nick Smith's going to get by his defender, his primary defender. We get to send help. 
uh-oh, Jordan Walsh in the corner three, Anthony Black step in three, um, and then what happens? He misses a shot. There's Makai Mitchell banging everybody around for offensive rebound stick back. So, Justin, he just causes so many good problems Yeah, um, that are you can't – you don't draw up as a coach. You know what I'm saying? The kind of things he does. It's not like set a down screen for him. He's coming off a you know double double screen. You just give him the ball and he can create. Uh, and there's not many. Just not guys. A lot of guys like that. And you we know, got one. We got a couple. Yeah, it's true. You know anything about UNC Asheville? Uh, they're in the mountains, right? Is that the Smoky Mountains? We don't know. <laughs> We were talking to uh, Eli Craner yesterday, Pat, the author of the book called Don't Know Tough, and he was telling us about a trip he had from Nashville to Asheville. But I don't know how you get there. UNC Ash. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. My prediction is it going down. I couldn't think of anything yet, Ryan. Uh, Pain. Pain! (laughs) Prediction. Pain! Eight and four this year, with uh, losses to Eastern Kentucky, Georgia State, that. North Carolina Central, and Dayton. Wow! Yeah. Really? Looks like their best win may be over UT Martin. Is UT Martin good? East Tennessee State. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Well, here's the other thing too. Uh, I think. Coach must reference it a little bit in the, what you guys played. They hadn't played Bud Walton a lot. December is a very it's um it's it's a it lacks rhythm from a college basketball standpoint mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you don't play as many games. You have the seven day layoff. So you and the fact that guys are not in class. Their schedule is a little bit different. They're sleeping a little bit later, and they practice schedules a little different. So I think a lot of college basketball coaches just, like, hold on to their seats and say, let's get through December. Let's sure. just <laughs> let's get everybody back. First of all, think about Christmas. Let's get everybody back for Christmas, and let's just get to get to uh, conference play. So um, we, all, we all know getting guys back after Christmas break is uh, – it's challenging situation. Sure. <laughs> um, uh, Pat Bradley joining us courtesy of River City Flooring on the brand of moving and storage outline. Just a couple quick things off topic here, not uh, basketball related. Uh, <clears throat> do you want to talk about the Patriots game? Wow. Was that unbelievable? Hunter Henry, Hunter Henry read that. So proud of him. He saw that coming. He knew the Patriots stink so bad. Something bad had to happen, and Hunter almost saved the day. We had the Hunter heave, and then the Patriots just had the Hunter felt like heaving. <laughs> At the end of that like one, uh, I won't. I won't pressure you on that one. That was ugly. Our question of the day today, Pat: I mean, yeah. Should teams with losing records, or um, just because they're division winners, should they get home games, or do you think it should be seeded one through seven in the uh, in the NFL? Yeah, I heard you guys talking about that, and I, I would. It, it would make sense to go to the one through seven. It seems like most leagues are going that route. I feel like 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. Yeah, the NBA the picked NBA. Yeah. So the NBA yeah, it was just so – those those division rivalries and regional 
everything was more regional. So it was so very important, I think, for like to win your conference. Uh, because nationally, it, you know, maybe was a little bit different. So I, I would think it would make sense to go to that, despite, you know, I know the schedule changes every year, but that's all cyclical anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it, you know what it is, though, Justin? Like, okay, are we going to cry? It, like, it, it, it's not going to affect the teams that are probably going to go on and win the Super Bowl or win a couple games. I mean, you're talking about the last two, three teams getting into the playoffs like we, who cares about them if you don't want to change it i'm fine it's almost like you know the bubble teams in ncaa basketball it's like dude you're a bubble team you didn't get in or you did squeak in either way you i mean you should have been better you know can't argue that well maybe you don't know. <laughs> i do know uh and then there's the Rams, who are about to set the uh mark for the worst record of a defending super bowl champion pat when you're the defending champions what do you have to do that's right. You don't have to repeat. You got to compete. You do need to compete. Well, will you call Sean McVay and tell him because he apparently did not get the memo? Yeah, I know. He looked a little off. That I think I said Buffalo Colts. Uh, was it Buffalo who they play? Yeah, Green Bay. Packers. Yeah, Packers. Green won. Bay. Yeah, yeah. Green. Another Bay cold won. team. Um, he's messing up his hair, dude. I don't think he's worried about it. I've seen his wife, and I know what kind of money he makes. He's okay. We just saw a little uh, Justin Verlander being introduced in New York. Guy's got a uh, Super Bowl ring. From last year, World he, Series ring. I mean, World Series Super Bowl, World Series ring. That's how good he is. Yeah, he has won the Super Bowl and the NBA Finals, and he won the World Cup. He's on uh, Argentina. <laughs> no, but he got uh, the, the girl. Yeah, he's married Kate to her. Upton. Yeah, he's making. Is he? He makes forty-eight million dollars a year. I think that's right. Is that right? A lot. Forty-two million dollars a year. Forty-four million dollars. Forty million plus a year, and he goes home and snuggles up with Kate Upton when his day is over. I mean that wow. is not a bad gig, if you're. I'd love to see a professional Christmas, uh, get Christmas cards. Don't you think they'd take a nice picture together? I'm Christmas sure they card? would. I'm sure they would. I've seen some pictures of them together over the years. Yeah, that, they should just do a wreath around that one. That's a good one. Wreath <laughs> around. Great people. Oh, there's a joke in there that I'm not going to make, but I know I see you working. I see you working. PB, <laughs> we're going to let you go. Safe travels. Hope to see you while you're in town. All right. Thank you. Thank you, River City Flooring. Um, we appreciate them as always. RiverCityFlooringInc.com for all your flooring needs. They do a lot more than just flooring, though, folks. Don't kid yourself. Uh, PB, we won't talk to you again. So, uh, happy Festivus, Merry Christmas, and have oh, a we wonderful thanks. feast of the uh, Seven Fishes. Uh, Christmas is going to be before you're on again, bud. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good point. All thanks. right. Love you, boys. Merry and, Christmas. And Merry Christmas to me, too. Thank you, Pat. I appreciate that. All right. Bye. Under the wire.